it's there. It's arrived. It's there. So, will this be like a? Are we in? Is it live now? Hey, it is. It oh, is. It is live. I'm gonna. Well, it started with herpes. And to make it even <laughs> more awkward, I'll continue on with this I've just found. <laughs> no, Watson. If I had seduced you, you would remember it. I don't know. You have potions. Watson, no. Bad Watson, no. Ahem, no. My next suspect was your wife. You slept with Mary? No, I would never. I slept with Moriarty, disguised as Mary. Or at least I thought it might be. It was all done in best of faith. You may think of her as Mary if it helps. It does not. How could Mary do this? She didn't know it was me, Watson. I disguised myself as a sultry washerwoman. A washerwoman? Yes, Watson. So, Mary is into that? Hi, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm very well. Welcome back to uh, Jack and Ori uh, in, this, in this week's episode. If you don't know what Jack and Ori is, that's a, that's a British uh, kids' mm. TV show that told stories to uh to children and uh <laughs> this is a way of sort of bringing up jack and Ori to make people forget what i just said yes it's fully fully yeah. ingrained in their minds now just just for the sake of obviousness with this being a live stream i will do this <laughs> <laughs> just just in case that isn't completely clear uh from i will be also be randomly at some point just be throwing bits of that in there <laughs> talking and I'll just start going on. That's it. If there's ever a if there's ever a downside down. or a, a low key moment, we'll throw in some uh, shirotica. Yeah, shirotica. Is that somebody should have coined that name somewhere if they haven't already? Then we should. Yeah, we should we should market it. Get I'm, not, I'm, I'm not writing any shirotica. It's not happening. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not. I'm not prepared to do that. Just in case, I wrote three volumes if we were ever interested. Deductionist <laughs> web series episode <laughs> after dark. His darkest hour. And also his darkest fantasy. Oh my lordy, lordy, lord. How long have we been live? And this is uh, <laughs> years of these poor people. This has been... Uh, this has been yeah, just, innocence is lost. So yeah, essentially today's episode, guys, we're te we're, te we're testing out the new features of being able to uh, stream these live to uh, YouTube. They will go out live if you want to interact. Do so if you want to join in. Do so um, if there's any uh, blocks that I've inadvertently <laughs> placed upon your ability to do so. Uh, then if anybody wants to bring in their Sherlock fan fiction, do so. <laughs> do so. Yeah. Do so. Exactly. We'll read it out and mock we'll take it as well. That's absolutely. If anybody does any caricatures in anything, paint paint me and Adam like the new John Locke. <laughs> do, do that because that would be hilarious. <laughs> that could I, be the I, new poster. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the sort of infamy we didn't want. Exactly, exactly. Just so long as you don't give me the uh, the ape like chest I was currently born with. Um, <laughs> Put your head on my body and my body on your head. <laughs> My body on your head. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 turned it into a whole like Sherlock meets X Men franchise or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, essentially that's all today's episode was. 
Um, we're going to be letting you know of, of some of the stuff that we've got planned just because um, this is live and we can get this to you straight away. Uh, once it's yeah. gone out live, it will then be uh, taken down and prettified so we can actually put it back <laughs> out in the, in the order of the episodes that we actually did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, th- there it goes. If you want to join in, do so. If you don't, then uh, don't. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna yeah. I, I ain't gonna force you into it. Do whatever you want. It's up to you. It's it's Saturday. Enjoy it. Yeah, Most of you probably you have free will. Exactly. This isn't the Matrix. <laughs> or is Take it? the red pill. Take any pill. Have you seen um Elon Musk's uh latest chat about us actually being in a in the uh, like this is it called the simulation theory? Yeah, the simulation, simulation world. Does he think oh he's, he's we, we could we're in or we should be yeah, he, he could he think, one? He th- well, I, I don't think he's been as it was only a, a news article I read on it. Like, so invariably, there will be things that yeah. have been left out. But he, he would seems... be the architect. <laughs> <laughs> Real. That guy that goes that have led you inexorably here. <laughs> <laughs> but Elon Musk could do that with like a, a joint in one hand and a bottle of tequila in the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ap- apparently. He um, he is of the opinion that there currently is no way to disprove that we aren't, so therefore we could be. That's like um, if a tree falls in the woods sort of thing, though, isn't it? I suppose anything, in theory, could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't prove it's not, then it is. <laughs> or it yeah. could be. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, that's um, the whole realm of... Uh, People's beliefs and how they yeah. how they structure them. It's a great thing to play with when it comes to your abductive reasoning techniques, uh, and yeah. not like you know kidnapping school that you have to go to to learn abduct- <laughs> abductive kind of techniques. But like the the nature of reasoning backwards. Yeah. So if somebody's developed an opinion that we're in the simulation theory, or that um, uh, you know the Kardashians are politically significant individuals. Imagine. Um, yeah, somebody's based their opinion on uh, events that have led up to that. So what can I source going backwards that will help me understand them uh, yeah. on a much more deeper, insightful, humanistic level for information that I could use, yeah. uh, you know, in the in the realm of detection? That's what that's what we're playing with here when it comes to the um, the devil's illusion, you know, beliefs yeah. and, and how people st- structure them, the story. Um, it, it's it's around you know immediate belief in the occult, yeah, uh, and the like, and, and the fact that no other evidence exists within uh, you know yeah. this. Um, it's, it this... seems like a genuine sort of supernatural yeah. event has killed three people. I think it was three mm. people, uh, two people, two, and one go mad. Uh, one, people, was, one went mad. Yeah, one one was on one was on the cusp of it. He was yeah. a lion tamer. Ah, uh, which which is awesome to have <laughs> as, a, as a as a as a character in a story, anyway, right? But those those kind of themes and those sort of questions as well. That's like it's very relevant to today's modern world, especially with like you know like people like flat earthers, yeah, sort of ideas like that, and Musk and his Matrix theory. I suppose the Matrix one's been going up around a while. Going up for a while, it's, it's yeah. powerful, isn't it? Like the brain yeah. can sort of like, in a way, if you question the exis- existential nature. you can kind of lose the actual grounding to reality and what you need to build facts and like pragmatic thinking on but what's your take on that like do you believe that you are you happy 
with what you've got in reality and building on your foundations or do you always look do you ever think about looking into sort of anything more that like maybe none of it's real maybe none of it's matters maybe it is just all <laughs> cosmic aloof i'm for me it, when it when it comes to beliefs that that are that kind of uh significant you know mm. because they don't just affect days they affect your life to a certain degree yeah. and how you perceive the nature of it like and i've i've never been narrow-minded enough to say that you're wrong or you're wrong or you're mm. wrong categorically like, Which is I, be- Which is very I believe you know i can believe you're wrong yeah uh, absolutely but to say that to say that declaratively is, mm. is something else yeah. You know, it's it's the difference in somebody saying two plus two is five. I could declaratively tell them that they're wrong. If they said uh, two plus two plus two might be four, I could say, well, I believe you're wrong, but let, let me let me let me hear you out in the first place. So, yeah. uh, in terms of that, when it comes to like flat earthers, I can declaratively say that's wrong. In, in my, you know, from from where I stand, I've seen more than enough evidence that can't be refuted. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, when it comes to you know the importance of where we are in the world, like the simulation theory, reincarnation, and everything like that, I am a believer in the unilateral importance of death. Mm. Which which sounds a lot more morbid than it is, right? But like it's a, the necessary stage of death. Yeah, like because that's the one immutable truth that we are born knowing. Mm. We live. We are created. We, we, we have a slot. We die. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. does that not make every single moment uh, important, worthwhile? Uh, you know, uh, yeah. not not to be all hippie like, but a, a, a gift because the odds of you being here uh, mm. over all of the other cells that left your father at that moment. Right, <laughs> Not to be quite delicate about the situation, the odds are, the odds are millions, billions to one uh, of yeah. of you being here. So why why would I I give up the beauty of that for? Oh, it's all right. I'll get another go after I die. Or yeah. Uh, oh, it's all right. Someone will just unplug me and I'll wake up elsewhere. Like yeah. But purely because that can Taking be refuted. meaning away, I suppose, isn't it? It's like if that that's yeah. your meaning in a way, it's kind of like yeah. If you took that level away, I suppose for a lot of people with those kinds of opinions. On anything, if they mm. believe, say, if people who believe there's an afterlife and they're so sure that there's an afterlife, yeah. I suppose if you took that foundation away, that would bring their world entirely down. And I suppose similar to anybody that believes whatever for for yeah. whatever reason, it it's sort of that. I suppose in a way, you need that kind of resolute meaning in your life. That's sort of, you know, the beginning, the foundation of where you need to be. And Absolutely. I think, I think, like, obviously, with the the story that we're dealing with as well it's questioning your beliefs and it's mm. about breaking that foundation it's taking your sort of base level and saying it's playing with this idea that oh shit maybe we've been wrong yeah. in which case what how would people react to that exactly to not necessarily being wrong but questioning their own beliefs it's a powerful feeling i imagine oh yeah and it sort of goes back to like I don't know, the age-old question, I'll ask you, have you ever seen a ghost, Ben? No. Have you ever met someone who says they've met a ghost? Many. Have you ever met someone who has almost convinced you that they have met a ghost? No. Is it one of the, That's sort of interesting in a way because it's sort of like, yeah. it's clearly then 
something that is in your meaning of how your foundation works that will yeah. never sort of like that's the lid on the kettle it could never well, however some much someone fills it it'll never top that lid off you've obviously got a strong sort of like idea of where that lies but this yeah. is a sort of in a way in the cat in, in a way this is about breaking that lid isn't it Absolutely. so we're taking people and obviously as a performer yourself you need that lid on your beliefs yeah. you know what is you know what isn't you know what you're dealing with otherwise we'd just be sort of swinging our bollocks in the wind <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and that's yeah. the important thing that like if, if we continue with the metaphor most people think that their lids are fixed in place yeah but lids by their very nature can be lifted absolutely otherwise right. it wouldn't be a lid. <laughs> Exa- exactly exactly yeah. it would be a ceiling or or something else right yeah so, and it, and- it's gonna be fun to pop some lids uh, absolutely Absolutely, because it, it comes back to, to that part of the story where um, Brenda has, has died. Mm. And uh, I'm not going to go into the story because it seems uh, unnecessary. But Brenda, they find Brenda dead. And there's no signs, no. Of, fa- there's no signs of foul play. Uh, this, oh, this Side note, the first person I ever hypnotized into changing their name, it was to Brenda. It, it, was, a guy <laughs> called, uh, it, it was a guy called Sean Bowyer. Please say you've got footage of that. So <laughs> I, I probably have somewhere. We need but, that. Um, we yeah, have our you, Brenda. <laughs> if, if you've ever seen, um, if you've ever seen the my little clip that I did years ago, possibly even right at the start of the channel, it was called the it was called the Sunshine Method, and um, that was uh, that was the first person I ever hypnotized. Uh, which and, and I changed his, I changed his name to Brenda for most of the day. We just right, Brenda. What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and the like. But anyway, uh, I, dig- I digress. So they find Brenda in this room. There's no signs of foul play. It's virtually a locked room mystery. Mm. And the um, the surrounding people. There's there's a priest that's there as well um, as as part of the you know the cast the characters, and they immediately jump to it's got to be the work of the devil. Mm. Must be. Has to be. Why? No other reason. <laughs> exactly. That that's something that's, appeared at the window, and it sent them balloonies. That that's that's the thing, right? So is yeah. is the absence of evidence proof of the other world? No, it's <laughs> it's just things yeah. that we haven't yeah. found yet. Which sounds like a cop out, you know. But like you you look you look far enough and hard enough, and it's there to be seen. Yeah, absolutely. It's there to be seen. Yeah, I think it's like any any time in history. You look uh, back at places where we sort of hadn't got enough full idea of what certain things meant. Yeah, like even now we're still very uninformed. There's lots of things we're discovering, but cool. science at one point was so sort of reverted back uh, way back when that more there was more spiritual and religious kind of sort of mythology, and that was basically pass, being passed around as fact. Yeah, and now obviously sort of things are like that's the ratio from science and religion is kind of changing a little bit it's going through a bit of a an evolution and that's i think is through discovery and not knocking anybody who is religious i'm just talking about religious um experiences or how people say they've seen things and done this and had this and touched that and heard that those are coming down a little bit Mm -hmm. and what's coming up is the reasoning as to what actually Mm. lies in the truth of that like way back when you know witches were burnt at the stake because their laundry was coming out whiter than their neighbours. <laughs> yeah, the the trials as well used to crack me up. Like uh, 
if we uh, if I forget what they used to weigh her down with, but we'll we'll uh, we'll put her in the uh, in the ocean or the lake or whatever. And if she sinks, she's not a witch. If she flies away, she's a witch. <laughs> Both times, she's dead. Like <laughs> it makes what? <laughs> where's where's the reasoning there? Where's where's the where's justice? The <laughs> I think <laughs> <laughs> we've wiped out all young women that question the status quo. <laughs> how mm. very odd mm, how very curious <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it sounds like uh, we're kind of skipping around a, a rather large and important philosophical mm. debate but it, it's it's our beliefs that provide us with comfort yeah. direction motivation you know and from from an, the standpoint of an observer there are many uh, things that we can observe in language like the spoken language in our non-verbals, even in the things we wear, how we speak, um, and the like. Like, like for example, if if you've ever heard, uh, and I don't mean you because you live in the area. Like, if anybody who who's watching has ever heard like a, a really guttural urban Stoke-on-Trent accent, you'll know that me and Adam don't sound like that. <laughs> Uh, at at all, right? At all. Um, yeah, I was looking out window on Buzz with Duck. Yeah, well, that's a bit that's a bit f- further north. <laughs> but, it's, uh, <laughs> but it's you. You could then argue that from just how we speak uh, is given the the surrounding culture. Thank you, Matthew Williams. The surrounding culture of Stoke on Trent that would influence our displays in terms of the spoken language. Mm. How have we? Uh, change that to make ourselves talk in a different way you know is, isn't it odd that all people born in Birmingham sound like a brummy hmm. <laughs> How isn't it odd? yeah isn't it odd that 90% of people born in India are Hindus hmm. <laughs> right I, or it might not be Hindus but like you, you see the point I'm driving at with yeah, yeah. with that kind of beliefs are beliefs have an influence over how we act how we think how we move yeah, absolutely and um, this not to say in this episode this is doesn't mean that we're going to be like mocking beliefs or oh, no. uh, go at anybody's sort of belief system i think it's just a way of sort of tackling the idea of how beliefs work yeah and that's why i quite like about it it's going around the methodical nature of how we, we work as human beings and how we can exactly. justify things to ourselves and think that nothing could ever knock that and this isn't to, to to knock people another way completely. This is just to sort of open people yeah. to an idea uh, that yeah, maybe we, maybe we can sort of, I don't know, find other meanings. It could go it could go reverse another way. Of maybe one day I will see a spectre of the night, one past same one past my window, and my little pop off. It's uh, exactly right. One of those. Exactly. Like, I, I people always ask like, what, so what do you do if you meet a psychic? What do you do if you meet God? Like, I'd be the first person to go. Well, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, completely. But like based on the evidence and the way I reasoned it out, I don't think I am. Like yeah. uh, the, the number of people ask, asking about uh, the uh, the observations made about JD and AH. Like, so so what if you're wrong? I go, well, then I'll just say I called it wrong. <laughs> like, well, I, 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 exactly. I, I looked at the evidence. I looked at the information. I questioned it as yeah. many different ways as I possibly could. And I, I came up with you made your mind up at the end. exactly. You didn't. You didn't speak for thousands. You just made your mind up. That was it. Exactly. Exactly. But and my think, lid has never been fixed. Yeah. <laughs> lid is on 
wonky. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, uh, oh, what was I saying then? That completely went out the window. That's the main I literally had a point. Forgotten <laughs> said point. So what I will do is say, I should probably admit something I murmured against his lips while Jim fumbled impatiently with my shirt. I've never. I know. You told me. Jim cut me off, desperate to get rid of my clothes. You've never slept with a man. Yes, well, I muttered. And also, never a... My voice trailed off as Jim kissed me all over. <laughs> is Jim Moriarty in that, in that scenario? Who? Is, is the Jim Moriarty in that scenario? Yeah, yeah. Did I did I just did I just have a real life fantasy? Just like uh, wow. That was a moment for me. There you go. My lid has been popped <laughs> metaphorically and physically. <laughs> what my point was, I've just remembered it now. Okay. Um I've forgotten it again. <laughs> Our previous interview with um Oh God, I've forgotten his name for life. Me, this is incredibly rude. Um, he was basically talking about how he, when he met people, he didn't make enemies. Yeah, he hated the idea of enemies, but he said even when you meet someone, Ian Rowland, sort of like Ian Rowland, yeah. And he said it's just brilliant just to make friends with people and discover where the why is. Yeah, and sort of like not necessarily question um, them to make them feel wrong, but question them to try and figure out, you know, why if you might be wrong or if there's anything you can get to correct yourself or learn about something from them, you can still sort of have a cemented fixed mind on what you think they might be. Like if you did meet a, meet a psychic and there's no way that at the end of that conversation, they've convinced you that what they do is real, but it's still interesting to find out oh, God, yeah. how they got to that point, where they got to. That's how we learn. That's the sort of thing. That's the way we've gone forward all the time. And we're not in the medieval ages, so we don't have to sort of tie them to stakes or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk now. We can have a conversation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you listening to that huddled masses of Facebook? You can actually <laughs> talk to people without throwing insults. <laughs> You don't have to cry. <laughs> uh, but he made me think more. Uh... <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what we're playing with um, when it comes to the devil, devil's illusion. Yeah. Now, you've heard many times me rant and whine and, oh, that reminds me. That reminds me. Do you remember us ranting about the, well, me mostly ranting about the Irregulars? Yes. I was wondering where you were going this early when you said something about a rant, and I was like, what could it? I thought, is it Irregulars? <laughs> it it's is Irregulars. cancelled. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm looking this up. <laughs> no way. When did yeah. it get cancelled? It went all around uh, Facebook and the Sherlock groups like yesterday, day before. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I typed it in and the first thing Google brought up was so what went wrong? <laughs> Clearly everything. Oh, uh, see. Oh, that's mad. See, that you know that that was that for me highlights uh, an important thing of what we were saying. Granted, <clears throat> we went on for an hour about why the show sucked, but when you look at that character who is very grounded in in the real and explaining and uh, you know all of the relevance of uh, things that he can grasp and hold and taste and touch like mm. when it comes to the devil's foot story um 
he he refuses the case initially when somebody says it was the work of the devil. He's like, I'll go away. I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you put you put this character in the world of supernatural stuff that's actually irrefutable, that's actually mm. going on. It doesn't coalesce. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't work because because the law of of Holmes of Sherlock Holmes dictates that, yeah. that should be explained. And that's the perfect way of sort of describing why I think that show didn't work and why I definitely wouldn't have liked it because there is a law to Sherlock and I think yeah. kind of anything specifically that's sort of built on a certain foundation like even Marvel films super like yeah. superhero films it's there's something got to be super about them it's a law exactly. within that film exactly. uh, Sherlock it's got to be reason hasn't it it's got to be like, to do Absolutely. with the character itself the spirit is logic reason uh, pragmatic thinking breaking exactly. things down to do with just something we have yeah. alone so and like you say the law is something they significantly broken that <laughs> exactly 100 percent, right 100 percent. and this the shows that you know of a detective kind of nature that exist within the supernatural realm hmm. supernatural uh is one of them you know yeah. sam and dean winchester who investigate yeah. all of this other goings on with a basis in the you know spirits yeah. and ghosts and all and that, that, that kind is of embedded pushing. immediately in it exactly. it says what it is <laughs> exactly yeah you know that's when everything works together that's like going uh, what what is it putting a putting a square peg in a round hole yeah <laughs> if oh, you if you fucking um i don't know you got sh- supernatural and decided to put it in a world where they didn't exist no yeah. monsters no ghoulies no nothing everyone they went after they thought was a ghost they were trying to find a ghost wasn't a ghost you'd be watching a really crap scooby-doo <laughs> yeah essentially the aim that's is exactly to find, what it would be to find who's behind the ghost but in this it's to aim to find a ghost behind the reality but there's no fucking ghost <laughs> you'd just be vastly disappointed at the end of every episode <laughs> the irregulars is like having scooby-doo do supernatural Yes. <laughs> Supernatural Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Scoobernatural. Scoobernatural. <laughs> Scoobernatural. <laughs> which sounds like a, a haunted sky, a sky, skydiving, a, a sky haunted diving, diving movie. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if they're starting off skydiving, then uh, holy shit. That's oh, how they that's became the dead. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the splash on that one. That should be the tagline for the film. <laughs> Scuba natural. Imagine Scuba the natural. splash on that. Um, just be a moment. I'm just grabbing my drink. Yeah, do it. Do it. I'll I'll introduce the uh, the next bit to everybody. Um, so, whether you take my private lessons, whether you take the group sessions that I do, or you listen to these podcasts as well, at one point of or another, you will have heard me talk about the reliability of BuzzFeed articles and the reliability of the information that they give to you with, uh, with a guise to being able to read body language and the like. It is these that get millions upon millions upon millions of uh, uh, views or whatever, and it's that kind of level that creates a belief that, that this kind of stuff is how it's done and how it works when that couldn't be any further from the truth like at all um (laughs) this is why i encourage you like don't necessarily have to take courses with me but go and learn from a person 
go and learn from uh you know a, an audio book go and learn from an actual book but put it into practice you know learn more about your reasoning skills and how to take the information and question it and try and disprove it to to make it work for you uh, in your own reality and with that in mind i will show you uh uh <laughs> this that um that i found one sec uh yeah so this is a buzzfeed article it's called uh, "Decode His Body Language." <laughs> it's it's apparently uh, geared towards um, someone yeah. who is trying to read uh, signs in their romantic partner. If your romantic partner <laughs> identifies as a male, why does it look like they're giving him a line for a penis? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just trying what? to make him sort of sexually <laughs> sexually ambiguous, like. Um, <laughs> What what are those characters from uh, Art Attack? Uh, not Art Attack. Uh, Tony Hart show. Morph. Thank you. Yeah. It was because there was Morph with that was the red guy and there was the other one, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is that's, definitely that's definitely the white guy from that's, Morph. That's yeah. That's definitely who this is. Uh, and the great thing about this as well that you know we can say the white guy and it doesn't have to reference racism at all because he was made out of white colored plasticine. So uh, so there you go. <laughs> So we got if, this if first the one. The guy right? you're scoping out is standing with his arms crossed over his chest. He may be feeling insecure. He's physically and figuratively protecting his heart. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> now, right with the pulling apart of this bullshit that I that we are about to do, rather. Um, this shouldn't level any accusations at the journalist because the journalist might have been given secondary false information. Mm. Putting that out there. Well, that, exactly. That's a belief that we can't explore because we don't have enough data. Mm. Simply, right? So let's just, like we say about all the uh, React episodes and everything else, let's just analyze it on the information that we have yeah. and nothing more. And nothing more. I love how they've put, they've got insecure in there and. He's physically and physically protecting his heart, uh, but they've got no facial features on the character whatsoever. <laughs> but what if they were like that? <laughs> what if they were happy chappies? Like, uh, exactly. Like, that still mean the same thing? Fold your arms. Just fold your arms. Your heart is not covered. <laughs> you could still very much shoot me in it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, yeah. absolutely. He's physically and figuratively and protecting his heart. I suppose I'd have to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd, have, I'd have more truck with it for those people that fold their arms this way. Yeah, that would. That's more of an armor. Yeah, that's that that, that's more of an armor. Yeah, uh, but you you have to throw into the realms of of context uh, in terms of temperature controls, masculine displays. Thumbs are very important there all of this other information at its base, this type of bull beep. My, <laughs> my, my children are upstairs. And when I, when I get very ranty, I tend to get quite loud and I, I don't want to swear quite loud uh, because I'm, I'm quite, you know, disposed to doing that. Um, but yeah, this is the type of just utter garbage that purports that theory that this means this. Yeah. 
when it could not be any further from the truth. There are so many, like that could be a guy who's incredibly proud of his physical prowess. So he's standing that way to show how big his chest and his biceps are. And that, that looks more like that than insecure protecting his heart. Imagine if you just saw a guy in the, the gym like, <laughs> and you went to him like, ah, oh, you're you're proud of the work you've done. No, I'm feeling pretty insecure right now. I'm protecting <laughs> the thing that pumps blood around my heart. <laughs> exactly. Get away well, from I'll... me, you bastards. <laughs> when when they're talking about physical protection as well, physical and figurative uh, protection is a reflexive response. You know, mm. when you look at levels of um, uh, I'm not going to go into it into too much detail. If you want that, book me. But um, when when you look at the realms of um, ventral fronting, when mm-hmm. it comes to the protection of that which matters most to you in terms of an anatomical level, yeah. um, that's where people revert to in times of insecurity and the like. So I'll give you a physical example of the two working hand in hand. We've You've seen at least one game of football in your life somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. What do the guys do when they formulate a wall uh, in front of the person that's about to kick the ball at them? What do they protect? Uh, remember, it's fine. Oh, like, they're, I, I'm they're downstairs area. Don't they? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. There's physical and figurative protection. Yeah. As I'm telling you now, if a row of guys stood like this to formulate the wall, hands around each other, <laughs> the same thing every one of them would be absolutely shitting themselves <laughs> because you are literally opening yourself up to this speedy ball of leather being fired directly at your jewels. Yeah. Too so I think on, on, on a cellular, cellular level, this observation is bollocks to <laughs> use the, uh, the, the guttural English slur. <laughs> but that, that word always reminds me of Fifty First State with uh, Robert Carlyle and Samuel L. Jackson. Have you seen it? I haven't. No. 50. Oh, it's great. Fifty First State. It was. It was. It's got like sort of low key British actors in, like Ricky Tomlin- Ricky Tomlinson, the guy that played Sinbad from Brookside, um, oh, right. Reese fans, <laughs> and then there's Meatloaf and and, <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson as well. But there's this um, there's this scene where Robert Carlyle he's playing a scouser and he's been shot in the arse. Yeah. Ah, they've just shot me in the ass. Ah. <laughs> uh, and they're like, so and Samuel Jackson's driving away. He says, What is it with you guys and bollocks? Why are the dog's bollocks good, but other bollocks are bad? What about <laughs> chicken bollocks? What are they? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Here we go. He's standing with his hips straight forward. If you're talking to a man and he's standing with his hips facing you, he's feeling confident and sexy. Oh, I mean, <sighs> I don't know. What if you? I've seen people stood like that with their grandparents. I don't really think they were aiming to feel confident and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So with this one, I'll, I'll I'll give them confidence. I'll give them that because there's there's got to be a realm of confidence um, hmm. within your within your, your behavioral makeup for you to stand and directly face someone. But you also do that when you're about to fight them. You do that just before you run away from them. You do that just before you insult them. <laughs> you <do. laughs> that could be a telling off. That looks right? like a parent stance. Exactly. exactly. Or, P- or Peter Pan. <laughs> or Peter oh. Pan. And, 
Yeah, just had a go at me. How did he look? He looked confident <laughs> and sexy. <laughs> exactly. You know, when when you oh, say that <laughs> about Peter Pan, is is he confident and sexy? Mm. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> Michael thinks he is. Right. So the the confidence we um we uh when it's when it's when it's congruent with everything that you're doing, when there's nothing closed off. When there's no elements of protection, mm. when uh, hips, chest, neck, chin, everything is facing in one direction, then we've got a confidence. Yeah, we've got a confidence to it. But that could just be as easily be confidence like you are holding no interest for me, so I'm just going to confidently walk past you or confidently make my interest the person that sat directly behind you uh, and the like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Now this one, this one. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Jeff! <laughs> <laughs> Has he squatted onto the floor, and his penis is now sucking the ground he stood on? <laughs> that's that's supposed to be a stool. Oh man. <laughs> When you had the picture half cut off as well, and I could only see the fucking knees and then the shaft coming out of his hands. Okay. That's like some sexy martial arts. <laughs> we'll see if Liam knows that one. Um, but yeah, that's supposed to be sat, legs akimbo, on a stool with your hands like this uh, while, while, you, while you're talking to somebody. Mm. And apparently that is when your man is secretly imagining he is a stapler. By leaning over, he implies wanting to be an office supply. The best thing you can do right now is bring him a piece of paper. He'll love that you know just what he's thinking. What? What is it? We've got a complete 180 here. The other two could be ever so slightly forgiven, but now I'm not sure where they're going with this. <laughs> like, See, I feel the person I... who, like, you know, how we said they could be getting secondary information. Yeah, I feel like the information they're getting is from someone who's trying to take the piss out of them. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is so, this. The secondary person has taken advantage of a journalist who's quite clearly stoned. Yeah, uh, she'll never type this. She'll, yeah. Come on, she'll never type this. Oh, we totally did. Oh, she's done it. She's hit publish. Uh, now, oh God. See, when, when when I first looked at that in the way that articles go, there's 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 an advert there. So I secretly hoped that there would be more information explaining that point further. No, it mo- it moves on to the next one. <laughs> no, like the. <laughs> oh my lord! What brilliant! Like when you look at leaning, you've got to look at the way in terms of where is he forcibly directing his energy? What's the postural tilt up to? Are his hands fig leafing? Are they formed into some kind of confidence steeple display? How tense are the fingers? Like I could keep going in terms of everything else. And so in terms of in terms of a lean, to isolate it as though you want to fold like a why can't he be a crocodile? Like why does he have to be <laughs> Why does he have to be a stapler? Yeah. Why couldn't he just be, I don't know, he's sort of like making, put a stick between his hands, he can make be making a small fire. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Be imagining that. 
I think if you were going to hand them a piece of paper, it would need to have the recommendations for a good psychiatrist um, <laughs> and, and maybe some antipsychotics of, of sorts if you truly believe yourself to be a stapler. <laughs> oh, Lord. He has his hands in his pockets. If your oh man God. is putting his hands in his pockets, that. he is definitely hiding a secret, and it's probably something terrible. <laughs> in most cases, it means he's wearing a human mask and is actually a talking goat. <laughs> that said, most talking goats are very nice, so you don't need to write him off just yet. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, and when you read these as well, you, you kind of have that sort of... Is this, is this a joke article? <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. You have that whisper of a hope. Yeah. You have that whisper of a hope that people will read this and go, fuck off. Right? <laughs> yeah. But they'll, they'll, be, they'll be looking at this and go, oh, okay, like maybe they're saying talking goat like he's just this kind of parroted animal with nothing else behind him and think about talking goats as a metaphor as for the sake of saying something quippy and funny about talking goats, right? <laughs> that, that might be a way to rationalise your way through that. But you're still coming away from this with the belief that when somebody puts both of their hands in their pockets, they're hiding a terrible secret. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Well, what if my hands get cold again, but I don't want people to know about the bodies? I clearly give it away. <laughs> they keep those hands out. Wow. Imagine this, right? Horror, horror film comes on. You hear this character, little doll pe pedals into the screen. I want to play a game. <laughs> You've been hiding a secret your entire life. <laughs> no. It has poisoned everybody else around you. The key to your uh, freedom lies into your pockets <laughs> get it out of your pockets and live go into your pockets and show me you've got a dirty little secret that's killing people live or die make your choice right this sounds like an incredible short horror film <laughs> and the film should be called he has his hands in his pockets <laughs> no they, they, they call it something more sinister like simply pockets pockets <laughs> that's that's what it'd be like the doll should be called pockets. I can't even begin to explain like every level that is just so wrong with this. Just so yeah. wrong. I like, just I just love the fact that it's definitely, definitely hiding a secret. Not could be. Yeah, def it's definitely definitely, definitely hiding a secret. secret. People put Probably their hands into their pockets terrible. when they're comfortable. Yeah. You know, what happens when you get those people that have really small pockets and it's just their fingertips in? Are they only hiding half a dirty secret then? Uh, <laughs> half in, half out. It's an open secret. Some people know about it, some people don't. Exactly. You Depending can't on how many fingers you've got outside the pocket. <laughs> you have to get your phone out of your pocket with tongs or like a, a pair of yeah. scissors or something. You can't, you can't go in because you're just communicating evil. <laughs> He can't, this because this one made me laugh. He casually touches face. He touches his face. If the guy you're with touches his face in any capacity, that means he wants you to boop his nose. <laughs> why? Why is this being written? <laughs> ah! <laughs> See. Oh wow! I look. I look at this and like. I. I. I question the legitimacy of BuzzFeed in terms of where they believe their audience to be. Yeah. Because unless you are categorically stating, 
this is a parody piece of body language um, and interpretation methods, then this has no benefit to humans at mm. all. Yeah, uh, why, why make this? <laughs> right, exactly. So what are you doing? <laughs> are you just counting on filler that, that is interest? Or are you counting on filler that's, tr <laughs> that's trying to be funny? Like, like you've you now want me to boop you on the nose. Boop. So every person that touches their face just means they want to be booped on the nose. Oh God! So if I slap someone dead hard across the face and they <laughs> where I've just slapped them, I go, boop after. Them. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what something maybe a psychopath would do. Yeah. I can <laughs> I can imagine Charles Bronson doing that. Um, <laughs> oh, he totally would. Boop. boop. See you later. <laughs> um, I should probably watch what I say about that guy. He's getting out of prison soon. Um, Is he? Apparently so. Apparently your so. friends from Stoke. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I hear there is, <laughs> his his son was um was doing the rounds on like podcasts and the like, and uh, oh. yeah, apparently he's got some kind of hearing coming up, and it's looking quite good, um, and whatnot. So yeah, we could we could be in a world where where Charlie Bronson is uh, is outside. He needs to stay in prison, though, if he wants that movie to retain its credibility. <laughs> doesn't get out. <laughs> Your dude is playing with his watch. He's hoping you will join him in trying to make a time machine to go back in time and make sure the blue M&M never happened. He may... Oh, okay. <laughs> Again, why has this been made? <laughs> exactly, right? Well, so now... Right. Now I'm I'm still I'm continually along with that trying to ration, rationalize trying to find the the madness uh, tr sorry trying to find the the method in the madness yeah so could you take away from that the belief that if he plays with his watch um, he's he's looking at leaving focusing on how long he has to be there uh, some form of distraction tech the uh, distraction technique or method some form of anxiety display. I mean, he could just be fixing his watch. He could just be fixing it. And we live in a world of smartwatches now. We've yeah. just got a text. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> context, people, context. Could be a trapped hair under the watch. Sometimes leather straps, they do trap. Exactly. The older man's is, growing hair, yeah. What is wrong with the blue M&M? <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> right. You prejudiced mother truckers. The the blue bag of M&Ms, which I know it differs from country to country, the blue bag of M&Ms in the UK is your biscuit M&Ms yeah. and the like. And they are delightful. So why? Yeah. Why someone's decided to insult them upon this level? See, he like, yawns. when your man is tired and yawning, he's actually pretending to be a goldfish and wants you to throw dried worms at him. <laughs> He crosses his legs. If a guy sits in a cross-legged position near you, he's concerned you're going to punch him in the balls. <laughs> I mean, I, to be fair, I do that quite a lot. I do get concerned people are going to punch me in the balls quite a lot, though. So let me let me go back and find another one. Um, uh, there you go. Ten things you can tell about your date through body language. So... First of all, the vibe you the vibe you receive from your date. Come on, journalists. There's a grammatical flaw right there. Are their hips Jesus. facing you? Do they feel confident and sexy? <laughs> are their <laughs> hips facing you? Are they looking you in the eye? This way, you can tell they are comfortable trying new things, like killing you. No. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> imagine you sort of go on your first date, you realise the hips are facing you, they're making eye contact, so you just go for it. So you want to be in an orgy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, that, is that where we're going with this? <laughs> exactly. No, it's new. Your hips told me. Yeah, you said you're Shaki- comfortable with trying new Sh- things. Shakira said your hips don't lie. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do they seem relaxed? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of a Jimmy Carr gag. So you can combine the two. Are they are, are their hips facing you? Are they looking you in the eye? Anal. <laughs> I love <Right>. it. <laughs> do, do you? That's that's a that's that's a. Can please get that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard it here first, Wait. folks. <laughs> and I also they... thought that said karma next to Calvin Klein. Then, not Kalana. Kalana. <laughs> oh, this is karma. Kalana. Isn't that a payment method? Kalana. Oh. Oh yeah, there you go. We've, part- you. We've, we've partnered with Klarna to bring you flexible payments at checkout. So are they putting like flexibility into underwear and they're making a cheap be. ploy out of it? Okay, here we go. So this article already seems to be a bit more um, relevant than that mm. other thing that was there. Do they seem relaxed? Of course, when you're on a date, people are nervous. But if there is an awkward tension throughout, this is definitely something to keep in mind. Okay? How do you recognize that? That hasn't explained anything. No. <laughs> That's just said, do they seem relaxed? No. Okay. Well, now you know. Yeah. <laughs> what do keep I know? Track of, keep what? track of that one. <laughs> so, so, what? Well, here, here's a pile of blue M&Ms. <laughs> and a time machine. <laughs> Go. Uh, what facial expressions are they making? When people smile naturally, it's with their mouth and their eyes. No, it's not. Of course, your date might be nervous, but it should make you wonder why your date is only giving you full smiles. Oh. I mean, everybody has a different smile, though. Not everybody's going to smile with I know people who just smile and smile. They don't necessarily use any other yeah. facial muscle because exactly. they don't smile that often. <laughs> exactly. Still, right? That's still their smile. There, there is a pretty common sort of denominator when it comes to cultural analysis of smiling in parts of eastern europe um smiling is it's it's in the 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 lips as well Mm. and not in the eyes it's in the ears oh it's not in the eyes it's in the ears so it's on them then exactly so what if your date's from russia yeah hey and he's and he's having a great time and you think he's just being a dick yeah (laughs) <laughs> Why are you false smiling me? <laughs> right. Okay. Why are you not use your eyes? <laughs> okay. It, it should make you wonder if you spot a false smile, what's going on? It, of course, it sh- maybe yeah. that's relevant. Is it something to base the potentiality for shit going south on? No. <laughs> that's more of an emotional no. reaction. <laughs> exactly. Are they not making much eye contact? This should always be a deal breaker. Don't worry if they're looking down and away a lot. They might just be feeling shy because you're so darn pretty. That's the first time they've ever sounded like they're being fair. It should not <laughs> always be a deal breaker. Like, well, how come How come this is a, a sort of like, oh, it could be either way, but the rest of them are definitely, <laughs> it's a solid fact. <laughs> this means this. Oh, dear. There was um, there was a social experiment, a sort of. Uh, well, I, I say social experiment in the loosest term. It was supposed to be like a uh, like a comedy kind of 
prank video that are so popular um, mm. at, at the moment. And there was this guy, he's a beautiful guy, good looking guy, something that you'd probably see in uh, like uh, the, the perfume or aftershave adverts, pretty designer stubble. Yeah. You know, like, and he's just sat there. I'll, 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 I'll look at the camera. He's just sat there licking, licking his ice cream, looking at some people on the next table. <laughs> and, and he starts to smile and they're like, he's been, you know, very model-esque and very beautiful. And they're like, and these girls are all in the psycho. <laughs> and they're like, and in the end, he finishes his ice cream, stands up, puts sunglasses on, and his guide dog walks him away. <laughs> Boy, I bet they felt silly. <laughs> right? right? Oh, that's cruel. So, uh, are, are they not making much eye contact? Okay, what if they've got poor vision? Yeah. What, if, what if they've got some form of, of hydrosis concerns where there's not enough moisture going throughout their body and they get dry eyes a lot? Hmm. <laughs> um, I suppose it's like, again, it's sort of tunnel visions, everything. Exactly. Most BuzzFeed that, things do. They just want to give you something that sounds like a more direct and concrete answer. Yeah. That, that's the, why you... Go on, sorry. So, and by the looks of things, if they know they haven't got a direct answer, it's just like, oh, well, you know, it might be this. It's not a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah right well, then, what's going on <laughs> you can't write these articles you can't because if you were going to do them either. properly yeah if you <laughs> they can't write them anyway i mean look at the, the grammatical flaw like in the, in the top bit um but if you were going to write them properly you'd need at least a half an hour to provide full understanding on eye contact yeah jesus christ <laughs> Right, so this this is the type of sh stuff that's purporting their be uh, people's beliefs of how to read people. How much are they blinking? Faster than average blinking or no blinking <laughs> might mean they're lying about something to give you a gauge. Most people blink about six to ten times per minute. Right, <laughs> is that a thing? Do so, we blink six to ten times per minute? On average, yes. Yeah. yeah. That that's true, but if you look across all numbers and you know across your livelihood, that's the uh, whatever they consider. Whoever does these studies consider an average person to be, and takes their number and yeah. then divides it up across their whole life. There might have been a period of their life when they were in a coma, mm. not blinking at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're giving? A, what if you're like a trained actor? and you're giving a speech or you're doing something that requires you to maintain contact on stage, mm. doesn't necessarily mean you're lying. You've got to mm. deliver something. So you, you're you not going to be like... <laughs> you're going to be very in control of your facial features and very aware of your blinking. I suppose Absolutely. the blinking, to me, I would imagine, yeah, six to ten times per minute, if they weren't doing anything other than something else, active listening, something like that, then maybe, but if... I don't know. There's so many other scenarios where they could just not be blinking <laughs> rather exactly. than straight up they're lying. <laughs> they're, they're lying. <laughs> right? If you look at uh, uh, Meghan Markle, her, her blink rates increased every time a gust of wind went by because she was sat down window where it is, dries your eyes yeah. out, messes with the uncomfort of your lashes, and you, you try and figure it out a little bit more. I know I, I blink a lot when I wear these particular glasses when I'm on the computers. I, like, these are my everyday ones. Yeah. But because, like, because I've got such a fat head, every time I lean forward, 
my glasses slide down my nose. So I have to just keep pushing them back up. And because my eyelashes are so long, they, they, they scrape along uh. the, the, the part of the glass. So I'm like, every now and again, <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly having trying to readjust. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I don't actually oh, wear glasses. I, I read an article. <laughs> exactly. I don't have eyes. That's, that's the real lie. <laughs> this, glasses with eyes I, in them. Oh dear. The hydrosis concerns, uh, you know, eyelid flutters, uh, the speed of the blink, like, (laughs) yeah, there's so many. What's going on with their hands, open palms or closed? If they're talking about their favorite One Direction member, you shouldn't be on a date with them in the first place. Um, (laughs) With one open palm while their other hand is clenched, it suggests they might not be telling you the truth, but you got to love them for trying. This is the most insightful comment I've seen in my entire history of reading BuzzFeed articles. <laughs> Sincerely, right? Because they, they explain it terribly. It's terribly explained. But when you're looking at the realms of um, gestural incongruence and the nature of asymmetry, when you're experiencing levels of anxiety, anxiety doesn't necessarily mean deception. That's that's why the polygraph is is just crap. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't spotlight at all. Um, it's the polygraph, so, the sort of stuff that they use in like all the talk shows. Yeah, for cheating spouses and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, so all all of that is mostly inaccurate. Oh, oh yeah. Oh Jesus, we're gonna mate, have to do Jeremy Carl stuff one time. Mate, the, the, <laughs> the same guy that that came up with the first pattern for the polygraph is the same guy that created Wonder Woman. Oh, for there's as much truth and science gone into that as there is the lasso of truth. What the fuck? <laughs> William Moulton, William Moulton Marsden. There you go. There's a, a little factoid for you. Yeah, but it, they're looking at realms of gestural incongruence, which is fair enough. So yeah. if they, uh, imagine the bottom of this screen is a table, because if I put my hands on the actual table, you can't see them. So if I'm talking in, in in this scenario, for some reason I've got a clenched fist, but I'm I'm still talking with an open palm. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. I might be like, it's going to be like, come on, then. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's an angry sort of thing. <laughs> uh, but, but like, yeah, clenched fists are, are not going to be seen around anxiety at all, but I'm giving it to them in terms of uh, asymmetry. One thing happening when it should be both sides. I'm, that's, that's where I'm coming from. Right. So in terms of that, right, they're lying or they are nervous opening up to you because they feel a deep connection and they want to show you a piece of them that means a great deal to them. Oh, wow. Just... <laughs> exactly. And that has just as much relevance either side when yeah. it comes to um, the growing sense of uh, asymmetry and incongruence in their body language. Which again is annoying about articles like this because it very much is one-sided. It's an opinion-based sort of body language course. Exactly. And it goes right the way through. How are they holding their hands close to the body, intentionally creating a barrier? Now, this might seem funny, but are they mirroring your body language? Think it's weird? Well, relax. This usually means they are super into you. Want another easy way to see if they're into you? Try looking away and then glancing back at them to see if they're looking at you. Often, if they are into you, they'll try and sneak in a closer glance. Yes, that's that happens. That happens. Yeah. Right. Um, and of course, in the end, just go with your gut. Okay. So, and of course, in the end, <laughs> discount all of this other information and just go with your gut. 
<laughs> you might not agree with any of this, so just go with what you feel is right. Well, then why have I read this? <laughs> That's like explaining math and then at the end saying, well, actually, let the numbers mean what they mean to you. Uh, exactly. You know, two plus three could be five or it could be ten. It's up to yeah, you, depending matter. on what the value is. <laughs> what it means to you. <laughs> oh, dear. God bless them. Wow. Like, and, that was yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> that was a partial insight. Yeah, that forms part of why I I really I really just oh dear. <laughs> just no. Just no. Oh, so I've I've found the comment section. I've found the comment section. Comment section. We have a comment section, yes, from the stream. Oh my lord. Oh, I thought you meant on the article then. <laughs> no. Um so <laughs> some of the comments that we've seen so far. Um uh, Elon should just stick to building his rockets. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Penny Sue, hello, hello Canada, hello Canada, hello Canada, oh Canada. Don't, man. don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't do it, man. This is where Boris Johnson dives out of the cut, <laughs> and they're like. Uh, okay. Um, my line. <laughs> I think it would be naive to say there is no other forms of life, maybe even further advanced than us. Fair maybe. Enough. I. To, to be fair, it, it it is naive to say there is there is nothing else anywhere because we can't explore anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We've no idea. No idea. It could be Star Wars. It could be Star Trek. You just haven't got a clue what's out there. Any interpretation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and Brown also followed up with, uh, "You have not, you have not called it wrong," and <laughs> that's when it, it, it come down to the uh, the AHJD uh, debacle. Ah. I, I I don't think I did either, but if it comes ah, if it comes to it um, that I did, then say la vie. Um, uh, I'm going to try and pronounce your name, guy, and I'm sorry if I don't pronounce it right. Uh, Sajad Ki Kus. Uh, hello, sir. I subscribed, and I would love to follow you in the future. Hopefully, that's not as creepy as it sounds, mate. Uh, but I was thinking the same. But very, very nice to meet you. Um, follow me. Uh, I have. <laughs> I need uh, Bryce. That makes that makes uh, that makes them laugh as well. Am I right? When if I was to say that the person could be using both sides of the brain to make a decision, hundred percent, hundred percent. So when it, it comes to the belief where. Um, uh, you know the, the the right side of the brain does this, the left side of the brain does this. There was um, there was a doctor that uh, came to uh, a, a convention of mentalists. It was um, it was uh, tabula mentis. It was the first time I met Luke Jamey. It was wonderful. And he, yeah, I, I I proper did fan girl out because he picked me for a trick, and I kind of sat there like <laughs> <laughs> I said you, I said your tails out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, well, that, that too. <laughs> yeah. That 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 too. Um, <laughs> but uh, in terms of, of that, there are different lobes all air, all over the place that take care of different events. So I might have um, some parts over here in decision making, and some parts over here, and some parts over here, some parts over here. That's why I encourage, um, and it's going to be a very niche uh, period of research. But if you want to be truly well rounded uh, as somebody who observes everybody else, mm. learn. 
about what these parts of the brain do and what they're geared towards and what the inaction in that area will do for your thinking and you know the the displays that come about you know that's at at its core like when we when we smile genuinely um i know what your brain's doing so why if when i know what your brain's doing can i figure out what your body's doing It, it, it works on the same thing yeah uh person in the second pick looks lost uh where am i <laughs> so that would have been about the uh the buzzfeed article alicia what happens here with a mind blown stuff so that that could be in terms of i uh that could be in terms of our um uh our, our humor it could be in terms of the insight i will choose to believe it's the latter um, <laughs> um uh chooch boy benny keys hey he was he was due to pop by on the other stream that failed um oh. <laughs> but uh he's here or he, he may still be here i don't know i'm trying to make my way through. <laughs> he came in he left yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he came he saw he left he was um he left uh talking goats i thought they were just lizard people <laughs> yeah there's david <laughs> all over again uh dexterous kids uh, this is reaching a different level of cold reading <laughs> yeah um oh the aussie insider's here she's here um most women folk would kill for eyelashes. That <laughs> that's 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 one of the thing that the things that women have have genuinely asked me my entire life, right? Since I was able to walk of my own free will, so like three and four years old, like I'm able to do it without falling down regularly because my head was so big. <laughs> Which is another side note. When um when I was when I was three, I went to a wedding as a page boy. I had to have an extra large man size hat because my head was so big. Oh wow! Like I, I looked like Stewie uh, in the sense <laughs> that, like, if I leant too far this way, my head would just kind of topple me over. Um, but yeah, most most women would always stop to ask me if I'm wearing eyeliner, uh, even 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 as a baby. Well, like yeah. they they you, would ask you were me emo if... before the emos came out, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so with a and the like um but yeah so just so that for the for clarity's sake no eyeliner here no eyeliner here i see that's just messed with my eyelashes and i'm blinking more oh no i'm lying oh that's terrible take the the new hairy the hairy thing (laughs) to a whole new level you're hairy in the eyes (laughs) um here we go uh uh, oh uh, so i must be catching up on it now uh, Alicia just said, "Oh, they found us." Okay, so I must be catching up on it now. Um, I was talking about when they crossed their arms. Okay, so Bryce, what did Bryce say earlier? Oh, that's gone. Sorry, Bryce. Um, they, you, you, like your comments gone. That's what they were doing. Um, uh, well, I don't have to ask. You're in the stream too. They will hear. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. The detective says, uh, "Do I think consciousness is really all just a byproduct of, of epinephrine?" Uh, sorry, uh, epiphen- epiphenomenon. I, I've I've not come across the term of epiphenomenon. I would have to Google it, um, which I am I'm more than uh, happy I'll to do it. right now. On you keep uh, reading, I'll get oh, it. Oh, go on that you, giggity. Um, <laughs> what was it? So, so, so if you type the word phenomenon out and then put epi before that word, it. I can't say. <laughs> Can you spell it though? That's the point. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can't spell. <laughs> Um, a secondary symptom occurring simultaneously ah, okay. with the disease or condition, but not directly uh, related to it. 
so do, do I think consciousness is really all just a byproduct of that? I think the important answer to that, based upon everything that we've been saying so far, is it could be. Right? It, it could be. Because if you look at the notion of, of consciousness and unconsciousness, yeah. um, there's, there's so much going on that we aren't kind of hyper acutely aware of yeah. for us to be able to factor into our ability to reason uh, and come to satisfactory conclusions based upon that. You know, it, 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 just, it just isn't something that we're party to. Like if we try and think of something in our subconscious, it becomes conscious uh, and the yeah. like. There are papers out there disproving that the whole, well, apparently disproving that the whole notion uh, of consciousness and unconsciousness uh, exists, you know, uh, um, and, and the like. So I but think... We, dream, <laughs> exactly. You know, you look at lucid dreaming and the like, sleep apnea. Yeah. Uh, that that messes um, that messes with the the, the realms of uh, cognition on that side. Yeah, absolutely. But when you look at uh, consciousness being a byproduct byproduct of epiphenomenon, um, uh, I would say that the most applicable answer to that is it could be. Uh, it it could be. It would require further research with. Um, That's with, like a smart Buzzfeed answer. <laughs> yeah, with 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 medical toys, don't you put me in the same boat as them, you absolute <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, or do I work? Yeah, so, uh, she's come back. Uh, Aussie insider has come back. Do I work in the coal mines? Uh, I I think, judging from the state of me, uh, some days I could be. Uh, I, I, could I heard be. you were from the coal mines. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I live underground. Uh, technically, I'm a wumble. <laughs> I'm a wumble. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's uh, all of the comments uh, that that have been there so far. Yep. So I I dealt with uh, we we've done them. That's good. Cool. Um, now now I know we have a comment stream. We have a co- how can I see this comment stream? Um, I can't see it, can I? I'm no, guessing I, you're the the host. Well, it would no 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 it's not in it's not in the zoom thing it's on the youtube page so if if you go to the youtube page itself you might be able to see it maybe Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah a a weird thing is i can't say phenomenon 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 (laughs) phenomenon phenomenon no that doesn't end in an m phenomenon 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 Um, and just he actually can't say that word he's been struggling with it ever since i've known him Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) none of you can be able to say it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) she was referring to my eyeliner uh oh so adam uh alicia says are you are you not on youtube Oh, Lord. I'm watching myself back. Um, You're gonna have to. T- oh, wow. This is gonna be like an Inception level sound effect now. You're gonna have to turn that down. <laughs> I've literally just clicked onto the YouTube stream, and it's me smiling, going phenomenon, <laughs> So, answer the question, dude. Are you on YouTube? Am I on YouTube? I am on YouTube. Um, but my name is very long and doesn't roll off the tongue. Um, it's, that sounds a bit like it ran. I, I was going to say, I don't think that's fair. I think your name does roll off the tongue very well. Gollum Orley. Gollum Orley. I'll put it in the, I'll type it in the actual chat. <laughs> yeah, that would it. help. That would do it. Do it. 
I'm going to say, it's not, it's, it's basically the, virtually the same sort of content that we put on your channel and the deductions <laughs> to escape. Uh, well, yeah, but Adam's fine. is more, fo is, is more focused around the cinematographical elements. Yeah. So I've put um, my name in the comments, <laughs> uh, and that's that's all I have on YouTube if you type that in. <laughs> that's all me. You will find some sort of odd bits of stuff that we've done with Hero School, if anybody wants yes. to check that out. I've got all the videos yeah. up there if you ever want to yeah. see what Ben does with Hero <laughs> School. Uh, some of our old videos that yeah. we when we were just starting out, like including taking a tire up a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that tire was there. heavy. Yeah, that was heavy. <laughs> it, it was like two hundred kilograms of a tire. That was too. Yeah, and, and we, we caught we, we carted, we carted it, up it up there. All of the stairs. We I don't know how many it was, but it was all originally three. <laughs> three tires. Three there tires. Three. There was three two, total. Two we kept. One went yeah. missing because unfortunately. Um, when we were going through the move from one building to another in the city centre of Stoke-on-Trent, uh, we left the tyres in the trusts of the public of Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> However, the public of Stoke-on-Trent at 11 o'clock at night, when, you know, you're around an area full of clubs, <laughs> they aren't to be trusted, <laughs> ironically. And that tyre went, yeah. <laughs> a shop window. ending up in a, yeah, in a, a glass... Through a glass window of a tire shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! So the, the next one that's come up in terms of questions: um, Do you believe intelligence can be accurately quantified? I think I think IQ is the best so far, but still far from fully encompassing true human intellectual potential. I completely agree. Uh, I, I I completely agree. Into I like I've been I've been for the Mensa exam um, myself. Um, and in, in terms of that, they focus on a, a, a particular level of skills, you know, not to paraphrase Liam Neeson too far, mm. but they, uh, they focus on a particular set of skills uh, in, in levels of cognition that aren't always all encompassing when it comes to intelligence. That's, that's why I, I take great pains to um, uh, look after my memory uh, as often as what I do. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys a, a little bit about the live course that's, that's happening soon. Do you, um, as, do you believe well? that um, obviously there is like a section of our brains that we, you know, are a lot like when we talk about the subconscious and uh, the like, uh, do you mm. think there's a part of us that is a lot smarter than what we're training at the moment in the forefront of our minds? Do you think there's something else back there? Like I'm, I'm harking to all the mm. sci-fi films that tell us there are like, yeah. like Lucy and stuff like yeah. that. They're limitless I when we're talking about those pills that yeah. access that side. The, the 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 fascination with that area mm. is that uh savantism you know mm. when it, when it when it comes to uh, people with autism and the like when you when you look at the science behind it yeah es essentially they've got access to parts of their brain that we don't you know um they're able to which basically means they're able to engineer electrical signals yeah in areas that we aren't right yeah. So that, that's why they are often accompanied with certain levels yeah, of social group. difficulties and developmental disabilities yeah, and the yeah. like, because for these parts to be open, other areas have to be closed. Yeah. But um, so you, you look at uh, head trauma uh, and the like. There are, there are head traumas that can give you an accent. There are, there, there's, a, there's a savant that, um, um, I don't remember his name, Oh, sweet irony. But there was a savant that um, he got hit in the head 
uh, and he woke up knowing the day for any day of the week, what the weather was uh, and the like, what he was doing that day. Um, and th- this th- this was tested uh, yeah. and proved, like as long as he was existing and alive during the periods that he tested that he tested them on. Yeah, like he got it right. You look at um, uh, Steve. I think he's named Stephen Wiltshire, the guy that can take a, a, a helicopter view over Rome. And then and then draw it down to ninety nine percent level accuracy. Wow. Uh, Kim, Kim Peek, uh, the guy that uh, they based Rain Man on, and the like. Yeah, I remember you talking about it, and that's the same sort of thing. It's, it's similar to the individual that um, we once knew in a place where I can't say we were, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I can't say any names of nope. that person around or anything like that. But we knew that they had certain difficulties but mm. could remember any birthday yeah. and name yeah. for um how i'm assuming for the rest of his life yeah. you know about when he was told it he will remember it and yeah. it could be a number of years since he's seen a certain person and as yeah. soon as he saw them again it'd be you know it'd be 40 years later since he's seen yeah. you and he'll tell you your name and your birth date and bearing exactly. back he's had 40 years to remember every other person who's come into contact with him their name their birth date uh, yeah, and there's there's no there's no elements of of, of storage, uh, you know, a la memory techniques and the like. Yeah. Um, so how, how does he do that? It's literally a door open, door closed sort of situation. E- exactly. Because he was exactly, very right. challenged, like in terms of like sociability and stuff like that. So it's it was clearly something had obviously he had difficulty in one area, and it had shot straight into completely other area of his brain. Absolutely, absolutely. So I I think the point we're trying to make here is that. Um, IQ might be uh, one of the best, one of the best, in our opinion, uh, as a way of um, quantifying intelligence. But I think, no, I'm going to change the way I phrase this because it's based upon uh, a lot of experience. I feel that that, uh, as a term, will act in a preventative measure uh, if you focus on how smart or not you are. Um, and the like it's it, it becomes about it becomes about the uh, more the more cerebral version of combat you know if you uh, if you believe yourself to be this incredible fighter and you you're going to be able to beat everyone up in whatever game that you're in there could be a nobody uh, half a stone wet through who knocks you the smeg out the, the whole time who is not a fighter uh, you know that that's the same thing that that I'm I'm trying to say here. So just because you've got a, a 250 IQ and the like, somebody who has a an 84 level IQ, they could be able to solve a problem that you can't. You know, does that necessarily make them smarter than you or not? I don't know. Uh, I don't think there is an answer to that. But uh, I think if we focus upon. Uh, quantifying that error that area um not that it's not fun bear in mind because it is fun that was well, that's where my curiosity went and where i wanted to be tested anyway i wanted to find out you know if that was the case and, and according to them i am in the genius level iq category which means <laughs> fuck all means nothing um <laughs> uh, but like uh, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't mean anything uh but in in terms of that um that that level it it prevents capability 
in, in my opinion, because if you're if you're living in a world of how smart and I, I, I don't believe the detective who who've asked this question is either. But I'm saying if you are, if you're living in a world where you're thinking of how smart you are, or how dumb you are, then you're already living in a world that you're not going to be able to explore your your true potential because your your priorities are skewed one way or the other. Right. Amen to that, sister. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you've already put uh, yourself down. Exactly. Oh, Ma- Mazza's here. Mazza me. Yeah, I just saw a message. Hi, Mazza. Hi, Mazza. He's welcome. Uh, I, d- uh, I, I don't know why my my voice comes out all, uh, Hello. all high pitched there. Hi, Bill. <laughs> Hi, Janet. But he certainly um, did. Uh, imagine if people made the NZT drug from Limitless. That that would be a uh, that would be interesting. But so like, I'll um, uh, it's so no actually. Uh, Bryce has followed up. Is it right to refer IQ to how fast you can learn something? No, uh, no, no, it's not. Um, because I've, I've trained people in the world of uh, memory techniques who by their own admission uh, have, are not very smart and that they've taken uh, relativistic tests in the area with psychologists and the like and come out with IQ scores in the eighties. They've, yeah, yeah. The, there are a couple of people that I've I've helped to learn a language before because they needed it for their job. There are a couple of people that I've I've helped to learn uh, the periodic table is one that I get a lot because I've talked about how I did it with Gabe um, uh, and everything else. Is, is this to do more so? I suppose with like, is there a stigma of people who are interested in this thing in this yeah. uh, this idea of IQ and stuff like that? Is it expected that they'll excel in all areas? to sort of bring up their IQ. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I, I, I don't think IQ and memory are the same thing mm. at all, because there, there is a difference between memorizing something and understanding something. Yeah. Right. So I, I could, I could memorize, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying every other language in the world is gone. I could, <laughs> I could memorize, um, I don't know, Aramaic. Uh, I was just trying to think of a really obscure one. I could memorize Arama- Aramaic in certain levels of it. does not mean I understand it at all. And yeah. that, that's, that's where the notions of, uh, of IQ and memory differ. So I think if you train your memory, you can learn so much more faster. Yeah. So much more faster. And with, with that in mind, I'm just aware that um, we, are, we are hitting uh, an excessive level of time here. Um, and oh, I'm going stra- to be straight with you all. I, I want to eat some food. <laughs> I, uh, That's I, hungry. <laughs> I want to eat some food. It's been uh, it's been eighteen hours since I last ate, so I want to eat something. Um, so this this in terms of the chronology of when the episodes come out, yeah, uh, you'll you'll have heard about this ahead of time. But I'm running a uh, a five days to build uh, to build a memory palace um, course, and it's it's going to be a, a memory palace. Mm. Uh, of the same vein of either Sherlock or Magnuson, whichever takes your yeah. preference, uh, but how to do it and how to be able to uh, learn things with speed and with ease. And we're going to do that over five sessions. There's going Which, to be two... Go on. Sorry, go on. No, no, go continue. Sorry. I was, I was just going to say there's, there's going to be two levels, the standard and the VIP. Uh, it's not going to be priced out of, uh, of, of anyone's category uh, at all uh, because the, the nature of having a trained memory might 100% be a biased opinion, but it's biased upon eons of research and uh, data that I have to back it up as well. It will improve your life in ways that you would never even imagine. 
Um, Get on it, guys, because it. I, I'm not usually uh, good at promoting anything, and I wouldn't say I'm great at promoting what you're trying to sell here, but I definitely beyond highly recommend doing this sort of thing because from when I first started to get to know you about, what was it, 10 Something years like ago that. now? Something like yeah, eight, eight, Something 10 like years that. ago? Uh, this is the sort of thing that you've been working towards and you've been yeah. telling me about. This is the sort of thing that got me interested in Sherlock and it's sort of been in a way kind of like the, the foundation of where uh, my interest for mentalism has come from. So for something like this to come along and I've never heard of it being done like well presented this way before you know in five days and memory palaces then if you type it in there's not a great deal out there that is like the course you're offering at the moment so it's a yeah. once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. and if it does well it can be so much more it's you know if people show that interest yeah. why not sort of like we you know take the opportunity to just to, to get somewhere with this work if you know like the sort of stuff that you've been doing uh, has kind of seeped its way into all aspects of the work we've been doing. Yeah. And it will, in a way, sort of, how would you say, sort of uh, summarise it in a nice little package for people to sort of get on top and do something with. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd like, I'm, I'm conscious now that people are going to be looking at my body language and seeing how uncomfortable I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I genuinely believe what you do because you, you've told me when we did the pipes DVD, this is the same sort of stuff. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's deep. It's very sort of uh, reliant on practice and everything. But yeah. for, you know, you, this is a challenge. And I know that's close to your heart of yeah. trying to build one in five days. And this is an answer to a question yeah. we've been answering probably in every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is it possible? Can it be well, done? It, it is because I, for want of for, for want of a better phrase, I do it with my uh, my private students on a on a regular basis. But like, <laughs> I, I spent close to three years uh, in everyday development of the palace technique in order to get it to, yeah. towards this level. And I, I'm the reason I'm so uncomfortable as well is because I'm I'm not a salesman. The words feel gross in my mouth. Neither am I. It's it, it comes from here, doesn't it? And it, yeah, it doesn't does. necessarily like when I speak from here, it goes yeah. from here and becomes <laughs> but it, I'd, I'd rather do that than rather talk from a script rather yeah. than just read off a piece of paper because i genuinely do feel like this is something that people could genuinely benefit from and i've oh, thanks, you know i heard you talking about it, telling me explain it to me as i've pestered you about it for years. <laughs> so now it's out there for people it can yeah. kind of be answered if you're interested yeah. in this stuff do it <laughs> find out <laughs> do it do it and then watch so, the web series. Yeah, watch the web Play the game. Ah! Yeah. Um, okay, so last couple of comments just before we we uh, we wind up. Um, uh, oh, they've got they've got a little conversation going in here between the guys. Love it. I love that there's like a there's there's friends within this kind of. I, I like. I love that it's a community thing. I, I yeah. think that's that's one of the most awesome things about these types of situations that we can be in. But be that as it may uh so uh benny keys has to take his little one to a birthday party says he'll watch later oh I, no worries you know life happens and the like happy birthday to uh, whoever it is that he's uh he's going to see with his uh with his other small person yeah. um tell them to uh, watch the podcast <laughs> no, no the, the little people they, they shouldn't watch the podcast tell them to watch the web series <laughs> don't watch don't the podcast 
that might be even worse. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Janet, Janet reckons that uh, IQ comes from what you're interested in. Defin definitive levels of interest and emotional engagement in, in your topics excel learning, 100%. Just look uh, at the interview with Ben Pridmore, man. Uh, exactly. Won't learn uh, unless he's interested. Exactly. Is there something about the voice on BuzzFeed? Uh, there might be. Um, I don't know um, that I can only take so much BuzzFeed before my eyes glaze over and I start to bleed. Um, uh, maybe we can discover something about Ben. I'm an open book. If if you want to ask me something, ask you and if ask away. And if I don't want to tell you, I'll simply say I don't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the like, you know, I'm 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 really quite straight. Exactly. And uh, uh, Janet's been so kind enough as to say that it does sound interesting. Well, we think so too, Janet. Uh, anyway, yeah. so now that we know that this type of scenario uh, works, um, we're, we're going to be doing them more often. Uh, and we now, now that we know it's easier to manage, we're going to be doing them more often. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's only occurred to me that I've not hit record on this Zoom session now. So this might be a... <laughs> this this might be a, a one-off stream but i'll see if i can rip it from my own channel anyway uh in order to do that um but at least the audio will be there there might not be a video in the future but who cares you already know what two beardy and weirdy individuals look like um so yeah with that in mind guys thanks for joining in thanks for getting involved we hope to see a few more of you next time and get to know you a little bit better um so yeah i hope everyone's keeping safe and well Cheers, guys. And, thank uh, you I'm going to go eat some food. We'll talk to you soon.